When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I'm Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Kay. Episode, this is the real first episode, Yeah. Right? Like, entrances are entrances. It's kind of like, this is, we've settled in. It's we the have prologue. Women that here. was the prologue. This is the right. real You're, premiere. We got screeners, which is very nice and makes life a little bit easier here. Yes. At Bachelor headquarters. But um, <laughs> I, I got done with the episode this morning. I have I have a lot of feelings, but is I guess this is my I, how did you feel? I, I would I would like to hear before. I don't want to like uh, influence you in any way. Or- I mean, I don't know. I think I think that this group of girls genuinely likes Joey so much. And then just watching Joey interact with each individual person really reminds me of Gary and how attentive and how mm. involved he was. I mean, the way Joey looks at these women while they're talking, it's like he loves them. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I was like, at first I was like, I think Joey's on an edible at all yeah. times. Like, did he take a 15 milligram? Like, Chilling. He is like laid back. He's definitely someone who spent time in Hawaii and lived that maybe island lifestyle. I've never even been to Hawaii. I don't I'm I'm just saying I it doesn't seem like he's too phased by anything. No. He's also I there's something about country club athletes that is being shown here. They're very, you know, whether you play tennis or golf, individual sport country club athletes are generally like really good at like the, the one-on-one stuff. Yeah, like, I don't know if you've ever met like a my dad like would go on and on about these. Oh, I met a guy your age and it's always someone he met golfing and like just anyone who golfs. He's like impressed with in like another way. And I kind of see that in Joey with the tennis thing. Just, you know, you you're a team of one, you know, yeah. you have to be. I don't know. And maybe that works into it. I mean, my goal is to meet somebody with a country club membership. So there we go. <laughs> Always the goal. So maybe, so maybe um, that's the trajectory I need to go down. I, I also walked away from this episode going, did the producers find their mojo? I, I'm like, I, I, it feels like this has been re-energized. I don't know why, but it feels, and maybe it's the age of the women. The women feel very young and immature to me. Yeah. Um, they are, and it, it, that kind of has to do with like, you know, I don't know what the the casting, obviously, but like it felt like The Bachelor like stopped listening to anyone who has an issue with this show and dove into like, 
we're going to be a mess. We're going to do we're going to make this young uh we got a guy who's in the front who's like good at this and and attentive and nice. And then we're going to have these women cuz it doesn't seem like they're going to be friends after this. It, no. I, I, it, the heat is high already. Doesn't it feel that way after watching this episode? They're already fighting. I totally agree with you. I think you're right. The Bachelor producers sort of were like, you know what? Fuck this. We know how to make good TV. We're just going to make the good TV and not worry about you guys so much because the second you start taking all these considerations and if you like, you know, put in Matt James' mom, like she was a dud. Like right. you have to just do what you do best. And I think that's what's happening this season. Yeah, this episode, like, again, it ring. we said this last time, it rings very early 2000s reality. That's just, like, the feeling. I'm getting, like, a the taste buds yeah. I'm getting. I'm like, I recognize this taste. It's I, familiar. I, and I, it's very familiar. It had action. Like, it. I don't know. It, it, it kind of felt like the bat, whoever, like, the producers are, I felt like they were sleeping. And like maybe Gary's season, seeing the popularity, seeing that there is an appetite to watch this show in whatever form it's in, maybe that's re-energized the production of it. I don't know. It felt like this show wasn't, it felt like there was an active participant yeah. in the production of this episode, right? Yeah, I feel like I, I agree with you. I feel like I'm totally like back into this season because, you know, watching Zach's season was kind of hard. And then like, yeah. you know, and, and then seeing, watching Clayton on TikTok now is like insane. Really? Like, I feel like I was living in some sort of weird universe where I'm like, oh my God, what right. happened? Is this where we are in Bachelor world? I was yeah. like, who's actually applying for this show? And it's now this season feels good. And I actually got to meet up with Joey we, we, we the, I mean, I'm sorry. I buried. The no, lead. it's this OK. Is, this uh, is a good segue. How? Right. So how was it? You guys got like dinner or lunch. Do you got to get um, you hung out? I Yeah, because I well, I said to him when I interviewed, I was like, if you're in L.A., like, let me know. Saw he was in L.A. Um, he I'm friends with uh, one of the producers on the show who I met last summer. Okay. And he was like, Joey and I are going to go grab a drink. Do you want to come? So it was just the three of us. We went to. Barney's Beanery in WeHo, and nothing more LA than that meeting. I mean, you meet. I mean, that is literally the Mad Libs of LA. <laughs> Met at Barney's Beanery with the producer of The Bachelor and The Bachelor. I mean, like you're living. It was this K's weekend. It was K's a, weekend. The segments back. It was a K's weekend. It was so fun, and I remember like being so giddy leading up to it, just because he's. I mean, he's so sweet but he's also obviously very attractive i was like man i i don't i asked there were no spoilers he didn't tell me anything okay so, which i think that's also probably why the producer was on site <laughs> do you did you feel okay let's a few questions yeah you know over zoom it's different than in person yeah did you feel him zoned in on you in the way these women say they're zoned i in mean yeah Yes and no. It wasn't in like a romantic way, sad. Um, but <laughs> sad. But there was we can he all definitely dream. like he's so engaging. Like he genuinely is like look, looking at you and listening and was asking questions about different stories that we were telling. We didn't we barely talked about the show. It was a lot about like other 
random things, which was very interesting when you don't really know another person. Where's he living? He's currently living back in Philadelphia. Why no Hawaii? Um, What did he say? He said something like he moved to Hawaii like after he was in Nashville during 2020. And why? Why Nashville teaching tennis or? I honestly do not remember. <laughs> well, it, it is interesting because I always saw the Hawaii thing, the Philadelphia Hawaii thing is like Hawaii was right after you know, college. A, and then he w- was there's in Hawaii a brand of person. A yeah. It, there's like beach bum. I'm going to go work at a ski mountain. I'm going to take this skill I have and kind of and work and do something that makes money, but also be in a fun location. This is like a thing. Right. Like, like That's a, sort of what he I'm said. I'm going to go work in Vail. I'm going to go work in Hawaii. And I'm, I'm sure, like, listen, you need tennis pros in Hawaii. Like, it's a yeah. beautiful weather place. You know, it makes sense. You need beach bum ski instructor in Vail. Like, someone has mm-hmm. to do it. And it's usually someone, like, kind of being like, oh, I'll see what the next part of life is going to be. But at least I can make money and kind of have a good time while I do that's it. Why, right? That's what his, like, that's the main reason like about Hawaii that he said, but then he was talking about, he was like, you know, it kind of just got not boring, but you know, you're just out of college and you're on this like beach town and it's super slow. And he was like, I just needed right. something more. And so then he was in Nashville during the pandemic. And he said, he was like that. He was like, I was very thankful for that. But now he's back in Philadelphia and, and he's an outside of Philadelphia guy. Yeah. He's more King of Prussia than he is center King city. King of Prussia. I got so I, many DMs about they're like, oh, my God, Jared's monologue about Philadelphia was the best thing I've ever I heard. I got a lot. So I, I do want to thank the listeners. I got a lot of support in my piece because it was it, this was a they loving thought of Philadelphia. Like I and also I know more than the average bear, I think that about the area and kind of and we saw tonight the sisters kind of did the the thing, the, you know, didn't really. They did the Philadelphia thing, the, uh, you know, the, they kind of took over again a little bit, but the, I guess we'll get into the episode. What did, what did you, oh, I had one more question about Joey. Size. Is he tall? Is he thick? What is his, and let me just say, this is the time of the jock bro. I know. They were hated on for a long time. We're back, baby. We. Are, are back. back the jock bro we're so we are back, back. <laughs> we are back okay taylor swift with travis kelsey the jock bro is back we were insensitive steven land we were all uh, all up on you know what's the movie with uh you know jordan Go- gordon levitt you know joseph gordon oh, yeah. levitt we, the soft we're boys. 100 What's that? All the soft boys we're done we're yeah, back we, with we, the jock bros it was soft boy summer now it's it's Jock Bro Nation right now. It is. Travis Kelsey, me, <laughs> Joey. Me. Yeah, yeah. Uncle, come on. We're, 100%, we're back, 100%. baby. 100%. Dodgeball throwing jocks are in. It is enough of sweater wearing Brooklyn. I'm an ally. Feminist, male feminist. No, no, no. Get out of here. No, it's the, it's the himbo. The men are back. Himbo. We're back. The Kens <laughs> are back. And- us Kens are back. So justice for all the hunks all the like hunks. me. Honestly, we not talk even shit lying. Bros forever. I'm not even lying. Every time I like pull up the bachelor page for like the cast or whatever, because I always have that up when we do this to make sure I get the names right. Mm-hmm. 
for a split second, I see Joey's image and I think you. <laughs> I got a lot. Listen, that's a lookalike I'll take. I, I, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. You know, the hair, I think that's that's where we get a little bit. I'll take it. But is he is he tall? Yeah, I would say he's like six foot, not taller than six okay. foot. Five eleven at the shortest, but I think I think he's like six foot. At you know because he was next to Dotton on Charity Season, Short. and Dotton's like, I mean, I mean, anyone. If I was next to Dotton, I would look like a, a Cabbage Patch Kid. Like it would look <laughs> horrific. I remember. You know, he's tall, skinny. Yeah, him next to Dotton from that rose ceremony. I'll never forget that image. It literally looked like Shaq and Kevin Hart, like <laughs> just right totally. next to each other, but. Joey is tall. Dotton's just that much taller. Mm-hmm. He's just... That was my... I mean, the tallest... Th- when him and I were on, when they put us on the Dancing with the Stars screen, the one that said Charity's Friends, you saw Dotton, and he's so tall that they had to, like, get his head, but I was cut off at the neck because I'm so short. Like, I couldn't... I barely fit on that screen. Hilarious. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights out on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. And for a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with this exclusive link honeylove.com slash bachelor support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash bachelor when talking about shapewear honey loves best-selling superpower short is the go-to it is targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression it is amazing i've been wearing it for years now it fits me so well and i'm not kidding you when they say it doesn't roll down it does not roll down and it hugs you in all the right places their signature x targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves this piece is also a booty lifter boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash bachelor. And after you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Okay, so let's get to the episode. What did you call this episode? I called it 13 going on 50. I am like so, I was 
audibly screaming at the TV when they were talking about the age stuff and the I mean, that's this is crazy. Well, I looked ahead a little bit. We we might disagree, but I, I do agree with the sentiment of the the age thing was like. Like chef's kiss, I mean, I, I, right. just a perfect, perfect episode one fodder to be discussed and argued about. I loved every second of it. Um, but you're you're right. That was a big part of this episode. And it does make I, I, I guess the takeaway from your episode naming to me, it's like I felt a hundred watching the babies yes. talk about, you know, the age issues in the house. I mean, when Medina was like, I'm 31, I don't have a lot of time. And I was like, <laughs> yes, she's going to die soon of old age. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, OK, I. I had a woman write to my question box. I put up a question box on um, <laughs> on Instagram yesterday. She's like, do you have any content for 40 year old women who are looking to make friends or something like that? I was like, I'm sitting there like looking at it like I'm 38 turning 39 literally in less than a month. Like, what do you think I am? It is the content. I, I am the content. Yeah, yeah. Like we went to high school together. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah. This is the content, bitch. Yeah, like I'm doing it. This is my life. Um, so um, I I called it uh, there won't be a reunion. I think these women already fucking hate each other. I love it. It is wild. They are so it is. I, well, that was the thing with Medina. Like you're a, your perspective is your reality. Yeah. In this house. I mean, there some of that, like, I think, uh, the, you know, especially when you get out of college and you're in that first few years, you and I know, like, mm -hmm. I mean, there's a reason the quarter life crisis does exist and it's not really taken as seriously, but it should be because, you know, we didn't, you know, a, a, a generation is brought up, told you can be anything you want to be. You're the best, whatever. You're a yeah. special snowflake. And then you get out of college where you've taken the test to get the grade and you got the grade you deserve based on the amount of studying you did. And then life becomes unfair, becomes more gray. You start receiving grades that, wait a minute, I worked really hard at that and it still didn't work out. No. Nope. And you, you see these women who are kind of dealing with the ego of a young person that exists and i i and that, i think that's why they're lashing out at each other a little bit it's it's really interesting because it cuz we have had older older women on these past the couple oh yeah the el we have had elderlies on the past like couple right. seasons but seeing them interact i think you're right i don't think these girls are going to be like the ones that are hanging out doing like group trips to Vegas or making like collabed content together. Like I don't see that happening here. Maybe in small groups, but not as wide as maybe no. we're used to. And I think they, uh, I think past seasons, again, the golden bachelor doesn't help this because we just saw a group of women who like, it, it, you know, they were the fucking dove body campaign women. They were like holding hands the whole season but it does feel like recent seasons were cognizant of the fourth wall mm -hmm. of what will happen after the show of of what has happened to women and people men too who have been the bad guy like the the response to it um mm -hmm. whereas this one doesn't seem as tuned in so no. let's get to the episode okay. uh we start with Joey teaching Jesse tennis which was like 
cute and fun. And I, I don't know. I, I just love the idea that they wake up and play tennis every morning and just hang out. Like I bet you they do. Like I could see them actually like as friends. Like these yeah. two. Bros are back, yeah, baby. The bros are back. These <laughs> the bros, bros are, are back. back. Ends are back. Because I don't see that with I didn't see that with Zach and Jesse, but I no. feel that with Joey and Jesse. It felt like Jesse was involved in casting Joey. He was like, I gotta work on my tennis game. Yeah. I wanna work out on set. We got a tennis court at the mansion. Get this kid in here. Let's you know, like it, it did feel like like the next the next bachelor, the next bachelorette's gonna be a like a golfer, and we're gonna uh-huh. see them like working on his swing. Like it felt like Jesse, like really, this is his his guy. It kind of felt like yes, this these they, uh-huh. those guys are buds. They have a connection. Us hunks, we're back. Uh, so then we go to the <laughs> the wedding dress date, which was this was when so this wedding dress date, it's our first group date yes. of the season. This was when I'm getting chills thinking of it right now. I was like, wow, did we did we we got a writer in the room like someone came up with something different. I was expecting that photographer to come in. Yes, the guy that the we like. We're done with this photographer. I was like, I'm so happy he is not here. Frederick or whatever his name I was. Forget, yes. John Pierre. They thought it was. They thought we thought he was so funny. He was not. He he was almost hosting. He added nothing. Last... I was like, this is weird. Like, nothing. why is he back? He's not. The pictures aren't even good that they're showing. Like the right. Polaroids after. I was so happy. So they go. They say to them, ladies, the dresses are in the other room. Go get them. And the running of the dresses. I was laughing. One woman got caught underneath. The uh, what? It fell over <laughs> on her. The dress dress the rack, rack fell, fell on, on her. top of her. No one helped her. No. Nobody even reached out a hand to help her out because they were worried that there was like better dresses. You could yeah, tell you like they were to trying to get size. theirs. You had to get your size, the one that fit yeah. you best, and like because you didn't want to be stuck with the weird. Honestly, I, I hated Rachel's wedding dress with the, like the high neck and the plant. I would have been pissed. So, yeah. And and here's the thing. The group that they had doing the wedding. So, anything I've learned from this show, putting women in wedding dresses is going to affect them. Yes. There's going to be, there's a cause and effect here. And I'm saying this, like, a guy putting on a tux, not the same. It is not the same. No, you guys wear tuxes. I I mean, not often, but, like, you've worn them a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Wedding dress is a very specific event. It is. Uh, you're right. And when and I'm looking around the limo of like who's on this wedding dress date. And it felt like they put like the shakiest people on this date. Like it it felt like they were like you, 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 you and you. And you're like, wait a minute. Are these all the people like are these the monsters that you just got together? Like it was. Yeah. So it's Maria. It's Maria Jess. Taylor, who doesn't like Jess. Right. It's Lauren, the older sister, who's Philly, you know, go birds, Lauren. It's um, uh, Evelyn, who spent the last end of the whole episode for six hours crying. Right. Like, I was like, this is like the Avengers of, like, emotionally not ready (laughs) women. Like, it was like. All of these women are, were the most unstable out of the group. They chose these women for a reason. Absolutely. And we see it immediately. They get in the limo and Maria, like it's so like Maria. We talked a little bit about her last week about like how she's like old school doesn't get it person. And we see this 
throughout this episode, mm-hmm. she is old school. She is rock of love, flavor of love casting. She's like, oh, like she puts on the dress and she goes, I just want my dad to be here. It makes me think of my dad at my wedding. And you're like, that's hilarious to even say out loud. And then Lauren reveals, well, my dad passed away very recently, which is so sad. She's like, and she's brought to a place of like, oh my, I I think it was, I could understand if your dad passed in the past year. You haven't thought of like, and you're 28. You're like, right. It was like, it I could see that affecting then. someone for the day. That sucks. Like that. I mean, that I remember watching. I like. I'm not a huge fan of Lauren, but watching right. her go through that, I'm like, man, that actually must suck. Like that is it, yes. seven months ago. She said it hadn't even been like no time at all. She hasn't really properly. I guess. Well, she said grieving is not linear, and I agree with that. So I, I really felt for her on that. I was like, that this must be really difficult. I did too, and then it. You know, none of that was funny to me. It was more funny that Maria is like just her trying to like help her through that, but not really. Yeah. She was like, like do whatever you need to do, girl. If you need to like go home, just go home. Right, <laughs> like, just right. trying to get her out. <laughs> right. Right. So we go to this wedding venue and again, I'm waiting for that photographer to show up. I'm like, oh, here we go. Here's the boring yeah. date. And they're like, no, we're going to do we're we're the weddings over. It's a wedding reception date, and they're going to do things as if they're at a wedding reception. I loved this. Me too. What did you think? They were like mini one-on-one dates. Like he had yes. many like one-on-one moments with each of them, and I think he specifically picked each person for that specific moment. And I thought yeah. it, I thought it was so fun, and the pictures looked good. Like when they did the little snapshots, I think this was a great yes. date that you got to know that like we also got to know the women more and then uh he did too and then him picking you know Rachel for that dance at the end I was like that's an act that's a great way to like it's a good win that's a good win but at the beginning I have to say watching the musical them, chairs what right the mu- watching them <laughs> get into the uh, sit into those chairs and realizing they're like oh shit we want to sit next to Joey and Evelyn oh, Evelyn right yeah Yes, it was Evelyn, Evelyn who ju- yeah. jumping. Oh, like, uh, what was what's the one where you the high jump where you have to like throw your body over like in the Olympics, like with the little the pole. Oh, it, you know, you run and do the pole, and it's then, the high. I think it's called yeah the the the, the, the I think it's the high jump. Yeah, the high Hold jump. On. But that's I, I think that's what she did. It was wild, and then she still didn't get. She the She didn't seat. even she get the end. seat. It was it was Cringe. so they play musical chairs. They they're walking around the table, and you could see people. I guess the game that was built into it is like who's whoever sits next to Joey or whatever. That's what they're trying to work out of the nine brides. And when she jumped over the table, I was like, it's not even like it wasn't even like a good strategy. Like no. it wasn't even like like right. Like and and I was like jaw on the floor. And, so was his. <laughs> right. <laughs> and even Jesse. Like it was a fabulous moment. Nobody I, was I, expecting that. And then the the funny, not getting the seat after jumping the table and like two other women sitting there. So we had that. We had Rachel got up and gave a speech, which was actually like fun and talked a little shit on the other women while also like giving herself props. She's like, sorry to the other women who lost. Like, I like that. Yeah. She wins the dance. Also during this, Jess, Southern Jess, 
kind of establishes herself again in a villain role, uh, does the cupcake eating with Joey. They make yeah. out. You can see this girl, Taylor. Seething. Continue- <laughs> seething. Continuing her hate from the last episode of Jess. She's like, I don't buy the Southern bullshit. Like, she is, like, out on the Southern thing. Jess's accent does seem to, like, hype up a little bit when she's going into Southern Belle mode. It does Mm -hmm. feel like it's something that's, like, put on a little bit. I will agree with Taylor. And, yeah, so then the the winner of the reception is Rachel for making the speech. And they go, okay, give it up for Michael Bolton. What is going on? I was like, he's like, Michael Bolton's here? That's huge. At that moment, I was like, huge. And I'm like, this is, again, it kind of felt like The Bachelor was given a couple more bucks to go and do some more things this season because if you think about it, like, what are we watching live anymore? We're watching sports and The Bachelor, if that. I know. So... It was, I mean, they even opened the first episode. They opened with a Billie Eilish song. They played almost the entire Billie Eilish song. Like, this is, the budget's up. We're, we're up. so and back. Michael Bolton, we're back, baby. I think we're back. Yeah, that, maybe that's the name of this episode. We're um, so back. The Bachelor is back in capital letters. Um, because Michael Bolton, who <laughs> says nothing, he's either a fan or need some money. I don't know yeah. which it is, but I'm happy he's he was here. Like I was like, what the fuck is Michael Bolton doing here? <laughs> Me and Chelsea, my roommate, were like, wait, what? <laughs> and he's just like frozen on stage, like uh, singing the yeah, song. He did look. He did look like he was haunting the venue. <laughs> it did feel like a little Michael stiff. Bolton's. Yeah, it was a little stiff. Um, but then we go to the nighttime portion and. This might have been the craziest thing I've ever seen on The Bachelor. Um, so they go to the nighttime. They're going to have cocktails. They're all dressed up. And Maria pulls Joey aside. And again, you know, 15 milligram Joey. I'm going to start Jill. calling him. What's, how, beta, do you, how do you blocker, say his last name? Beta blocker Joey. <laughs> Robitussin Joey. Um, what is, how uh, do you say his last name? Grazia Day. Grazia Day? Apparently, I, from my DMs. Gummy Grazia Day. 15 it, milligram gummy gra- Grazia Day. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, uh, from my DMs, it means thank God. Well, Grazia, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, Grazia is uh, thank you, right? I guess. I think. Yeah, so, Grazie. Sure. Or whatever. Right. <laughs> Grazie. Yeah. Well, thank God for Joey and his, and his mellow demeanor. <laughs> So he gets pulled aside by Maria. I mean, I'm like, the more we talk about this episode, the more I love this episode. Maria, who gets it and doesn't get it at the same exact time, she pulls him aside and she's like wearing, she was wearing something very specific and noticeable. It was like a corset. It was like the French dancer outfit. Yeah, Do you know what I'm talking yeah, yeah. about? It was like, like a little... um. I know what you're saying. I don't remember. I don't know like the exact. It was a bustier with like a ruffle short. Uh, yeah. And it was very specific. And I remember seeing it being like, what is sh- this girl had the worst right. first dress I've ever seen. But apparently yeah. <laughs> Maria comes from money. 
Like okay. money, money, money. She said something about sprinkles. That did her dad own a? She sprinkles? has like a family business. I don't. Rem- I don't know what the family business is, but it. But she apparently comes from a lot of cash. And okay, so Maria's got some do re mi. Right. So I'm thinking her first, her opening a night dress, her entrance dress. I was like, this is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, it's probably like a vintage Dolce and Gabbana from like '97 <laughs> or something, like worn by like Claudia Schiffer. I don't know, but I'm thinking. Her outfits are so strange. Like that white dress was off. It the, it was off. It didn't make sense with anyone else anyone. there. It, it wasn't a dress. It was shorts. It was a bustier. It was, it was weird. When I, she sat in it, I thought to myself, I, I'm glad we both noticed it. Yes. Like, what is she wearing? And then she goes, I'm not feeling comfortable. I'm going to slip into something a little bit more comfortable. And she leaves and comes back. It was like, lingerie but not what would you call that i don't it was like it was it probably was advertised as a crop top but that was a bra with sleeves I, I, and he goes i know nothing about you he literally says i don't all i know is canada and he he always says the same thing about maria he goes oh she's gonna keep me on my toes he always says that about he said it like that seven thousand times and then they just start making out like they don't have any conversation. And he's like, I, I guess what do you do with this lingerie? I have to make out with you. I Oh, yeah. And, then and he I don't was blame like, him at all. Yeah, He was like, um, I don't really know anything about you. But now all I can think about is. And then they lean in for the kiss. I was like, oh, he just <laughs> big dog, Joey, big dog, Joey, big dog, Joey. Got- that's right. Big dog got to eat. BDJ. Big dog got to eat. I listen. I don't care how caring Joey's eyes are. I don't care how many milligrams this gummy he took was. Big dog got to bark. Big dog got to eat. Big dog got to eat. And Joey ate. Joey. Sure did. As they say in the TikTok comments, ate and left no crumbs. He he, he left no crumbs. He still doesn't know one thing about this girl except Canada. And he, <laughs> But now that you're hearing this, I guess I'll suck your face. Um, so he. And then all I could think about is like she's got to go back to these women in a different outfit. They didn't like, say I, anything, I just right? I don't think they said anything. One person, one person. She goes, "Oh, I just wanted to get into something more comfortable." One person, I can't remember who it was, said something, and you're like, "I'm like, it was awkward." Like, and again, they don't know each other very well, but no. like when you see Maria show back up, like leave in a a French like corset prostitute you know outfit from the from the 1800s giving like lame is like the yes the- very that's it's so lame is it's crazy and then comes back in nothing in in a, in a, a bra and, and and pants i guess aren't you sitting there just going like oh my god this person what what am i dealing with like the game has begun the, yeah like the stakes haven't the raised water, it's Right. All tides rise. You, you know, it's like an economic theory. Like there's like if you're going to that's why I think Maria like heats this up. Yeah. The, and Joey does say he has a thing for Maria. Like it is. Obvious. He's mentioned it a bunch. It's obvious. And she's here to win. So that kind of like creates a dynamic in the house. Like Jess is a more understandable beast than maybe Maria is going to be. Mm-hmm. So she comes back. Um. Then Jess pulls aside uh, Joey 
and has maybe the most annoying conversation I've ever. And listen, I, I get it. Like, but Jess, to me, what's annoying about, you know, someone is going to watch Jess talking about getting cheated on and feel connected to her. Of course. I give you that. I give you that. You know, no one wants to be cheated on. She talks about infidelity. But when you're, but we have to take into context the ages. Like, and again, I don't know the story, but when you're 24. 24. Yeah. Well, let's do the math. You're 24. You said it's taken two years since your three-year relationship where there was infidelity. So you had a college boyfriend? Did he hook up at the... You know, at the ATO house? Like, I know. Like, and that, like, what, what, beginning what, of college, like, beginning of college, end of high school. Like, this was your, like, you're 18 years old. Right. My assumption is, like, high school sweethearts who went to different colleges and fought over the phone when they got drunk. Yes. And, oh, my you God. You know, like, that was, like, my assumption. Oh, my God. That. Oh, right. my God. That. <laughs> Right, that so like, is that what we're that. talking about? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just saying, it's like, <laughs> no, that's is real. Is that what we're talking about? Because if that's what we're talking about, like, we gotta. Um, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I'm sorry. No. Like, I, I, again, that sounds very not caring to someone out there who connected with the story. But like, even if you connected, your husband cheating on you is not the same as whatever happened in college between Jess and her boyfriend. I'm left to assume my biases. Right are showing, I guess. And I mean, comp- and especially compared to right after Joey goes and talks to Lauren and Lauren right. tells Joey about her dad and like how this day was hard. And then Joey giving Jess the rose. I was like, huh? <laughs> right. I was like, he, it's going to Lauren knew. for sure. He did not right. give that and to Lauren. That was crazy. I think, I think that's probably why Lauren ends up leaving at the end of the episode. Yeah, I mean, that's... I think that plays in... Because she's no, she's like, he ain't... Oh, he doesn't give I a fuck. I, I don't got him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, because, yeah, I didn't even think of that in that context. You're right. Like, to give Jess... You know, nice to hear about your dead dad. Jess, um, s- thank you for opening up to me about your boyfriend who hooked up at the Golf Pros Tennis Hose Social in, at, at, at Ole Miss. Like, that was really hard yeah. for you. I mean, you know, like, it's like, okay... Yeah, uh, Lauren, Lauren had to, I would have had to send myself home if I were Lauren. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, 
free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. So then we go to the one-on-one date, which is Daisy at the Country Music Festival. Daisy is every bit a Daisy. She is ve- she is the most Daisy Daisy I've ever in the history of Daisies. Oh my god! She's just like I I I know she grew up on a Christmas tree farm. Like I mean, she's out. We talked about it last time. She's out of Mr. Deeds, yeah. the invention of Winona Ryder. Like it is like she was it is made, Hallmark movie. She was created by like. I don't know. Written from a storybook. Right. It's like, you know, it's kind of the good witch and the bad witch. She's like the good witch and Maria's the bad witch. You know, like this is the, know. the you know, like it's very Wizard of Oz. Wicked. <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Yeah. The, the, it's so Daisy goes on this country music festival date. They go on stage with Bahamas. I don't know who Bahamas is. I went and looked this guy up. <laughs> she was excited. She was, she was, oh, my God. Bahamas. I would be like, right? Fuck? Is Daisy from Canada? Minnesota. Minnesota. Well, Bahamas. I I didn't know who he was. It sounded like he's plays like Jimmy Buffett style music. He chose um, the the slowest like, song on the planet to play for that giant crowd. Right, but the crowd was very like parrot headish. It was like it, it is interesting, you know. Sometimes, especially with like, you know. It used to be three stations, and we all watched the same. Yeah, thing. you know, it used to be ABC, NBC, CBS, and then Fox comes into the picture. Now everything, our culture is so siloed. Like, you know, there are people who listen to this podcast every week, and there's people that like absolutely have no idea that this podcast exists. even that a podcast yeah. exists. You know, like I so like, but I understand because this happens every season. We're like. I go look at this unknown guy and then someone goes, Bahamas, he's my favorite. And I was watching him and I'm like, he must be someone. He's from Toronto, raised in Ontario. So this show has gone fully Canadian. His mother was the, so Bahamas is his nickname. His actual name is Affy Gervanian. And he goes by Bahamas. It's his stage name. I had no idea. Where did that stage name come from? I have so many questions. You're from Canada. Uh, he taught him. He's from Canada. His mom was Miss Finland in 1973. And I Bahamas second album was released in 2012. Nominations at the Juno Awards and the Adult Alternative Album of the Year. I don't even. He was songwriter of the year for the tracks Be My Witness and Caught Me, Caught Me Thinking and Lost in the Light. I mean, so, this still, I just read all those things and this still gives me nothing. Right. It feels like it's a different planet. Like what? Because pla- I was like this, I, you know, the country music festival rang very like, you know, January 6th reunion 
to me. Like it was like, and also them walking. Like, I, don't, I don't know where outside with like having cameras out in public, like you know, walking down the streets, whatever. It's kind of like, oh, what are they filming? But like having cameras and a crew at a music festival, and they're like going up and buying sweatshirts. Like that just seems weird. Right. It was a little weird and awkward, but they felt nice together. And the the big centerpiece of this date is that Daisy's going to reveal that she has a cochlear mm-hmm. implant um, because she lost her hearing from having Lyme wow. disease, which she got treated for. She has a she has this amazing story. She got treated for in Germany references a treatment in Germany. She. Okay, I have some feelings on this, but what it, it seemed like they connected. It was, a, you know, what did you think of this? And they go on the later date. He, she ends up getting the rose, but like, what did you I think? I don't know. Of this I mean, date? I guess obviously I'm not in that position to have to reveal something like that to someone. But in my head, I'm like, if there's anybody that you would have to tell, I feel like Joey would be the most <laughs> like receptive. You know okay. what I mean? And, and the whole lead up to it. I do it, know what you mean. First of all, I thought I'd. I didn't know all, obviously we didn't know all, all the details on how like how she lost her hearing, et cetera. That is also a crazy story. <laughs> I crazy was like, story. what? No, it just kept getting more intense. Right. And no shame. And, and listen, she know how to tell. Yeah. It, it kept getting yes. worse. And you're like, and it, no shame on her no. story. Okay. The way she told it, if I'm Joey, I'm like, what is going to be? Yeah. Where does this go? You know, like it, it was so slow played. That you're like, this, like, what do you, how many days do you have I left know. to live? That would She's be like, what I would with think. me is going to be the different. The way she told it. <laughs> it's like, I only have about a week. Let's get <laughs> right. the final rose. Right. I, 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 a life with me is going to be different. And to me, like, again, like, it kind of lives in this, like, TikTok, like, here's my struggle. I put it on hashtag of every video. It pops off. I get. You know, if someone's on cochlear implant talk, tick tock, talk, yeah, they're commenting about you go and thank you for speaking for us as a community. I get it. I get where that comes yeah. from. I will say, and here's the one thing, and I, I guess this is my question for you. I don't know. Are women dealing with men that are this horrific or are the... Or are we just believing that every evil villain in a rom-com actually exists in, in real life? Because the idea that like what on the, on the same subject that you're saying, like there's, oh my God, amazing story. I'm so happy and proud of you for, you know, revealing that to me. What did she think his response was going to be? She reacted like it was a possibility that Joey would go, you're wearing something on your ear. Get the fuck out of my face. Like, it, it was like, <laughs> I just was like, she how did. low is the bar? She goes, is he even real? It's like, what Why, he said. What, what would he it? say? What did you think he was going to say? Yeah, that was my thing. I'm like, I couldn't even think. Let's give credit where it's due. It's not even due here. There's no credit. To me, his response was human. Normal. It like, wasn't, this is how you respond. Right. This is how a person who was brought up right respond like I don't know I don't know what and this happens a lot on the U Up podcast we'll get questions like you know what will happen you know I had a woman she wrote I'm divorced um 
how how do I date? What will the response be? It's like, okay, no, I'm as okay with something as you are as okay with yeah. yourself. Like, that's the only thing. Like, I don't understand this, like, I, I don't know. Sometimes we build these straw men to, like, straw people. We do this with everything. Like, I can create a villain out of thin air that feels very real, but I've never met that villain. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what she thought and that response was going to be. You're right. I, I know. I see this with comedians. Sometimes they'll be like, so my friend the other day was outraged by the Bud Light can having uh, you know, a trans person. I'm like, you've never met that yeah, person. No. Like, you don't know that Who? person. Like, and you go, yeah, show, show me, send me their name and information. Let me meet this person that's really wildly angry. It's like, I don't know. So I, I think to me, I'm like, who has she met that was like, you're the worst. You, you sk- gross. Ew. You can't hear. <laughs> right, right. Right. Like who? I don't know. The, I, it was just a little bizarre the way it got built up. I mean, maybe we're making too much of it now. Maybe I am. I don't know. Um. So we then go to the second group date, which is a capture the heart boot camp date. And Jubilee and Demi show up. Wow, which flashbacks. I think we're too late for them to show up. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I couldn't remember Jubilee. <laughs> And then Demi, I was like, oh, they ran out of people. They were, they, they're out of alumni to bring back. <laughs> right. Like, did everyone go on Traders? Did everyone go on different shows? Like, is like, like, have they? And, and then, well, I think Jubilee, if I'm not mistaken, is a veteran. She so is. I was like, I guess she makes she sense. So, like, that made sense to have her do the boot camp date. I thought that should have been played up. Demi being there made no no sense at all. I think she was wearing the fake bangs that people buy. Demi, it, like the the bangs. No, those yes. are Demi's bangs. She's a I I follow Demi okay. on Instagram. She is like, um, those are her like pride and joy. Her bangs. She's a bang girl. Okay, I didn't know. She's a real I, uh, bang girl, is... but they do look like the like nobody has bangs like that these days. Um, but she has those right. Bangs. Okay, well, I guess they're Demi. She's owning yeah. the space. Um, she she kind of had the vibe of like Sharon Stone in the third act of Casino. And I know that's a very the specific reference. <laughs> she felt very like right before the fall in the in the movie. Do you know what I mean? Like like the party's <laughs> at its height. And we're about to see it all come come crashing crashing down. down. Yeah, (laughs) because I mean, Demi was not she wasn't a villain on her season, but she was definitely like. Kind of just all over. Yeah, character, character, like all over the place. Like, uh, yeah, she was the comedic relief, but also caused drama. And then she also came out a few years. I think I think maybe like two years ago or maybe three years ago. We found out that she's autistic. Like it's a lot of. Yeah. Is she? Oh, I had no idea. I, I, maybe the, I don't know. And wasn't she bi? She was bi. She was on Paradise. She was with a girl. Yeah. Demi has a lot happening. And then you add the bangs (laughs) on top. (laughs) (laughs) I can't keep up with Demi. Yeah. Her coming back. I was like, I don't know why this is necessary. We 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 could have done this. That was strange. Half the people who are watching now still like watching the bachelor now did not watch Demi season. Like a lot of people do not know who we have a new crowd. Right. So we go to this like capture the heart date that 
again, we we go from like this planned out fun date with the wedding dresses. This was kind of a letdown for me. Like I was like, they go, there's no rules. Like Demi couldn't even like explain no. the rules. Like there was no rhyme or reason to it. All I know is Edwina like brought it. Like she, Edwina was like, I am winning this. Whatever this is, I'm winning. No one else going as hard as her. I'm so confused because all of a sudden she like bolts and then everybody's hiding behind things. Are they just, did they just not want to get hit with the paintballs? Like, is that it? Uh, yeah, I don't and know Lena how the paintballs like, worked she into got, it. Like, hit like straight in her face after she like on her way back. And she's like, I don't care. I'm getting this fucking heart. <laughs> it was. Yeah. And, and she gets the rose deservedly. Yeah. So like and it was weird. They bring so they get done with this paint date, you know, boot camp date. They go back to the house and it's like it was kind of bizarre the way they did like a date card. And then like. Edwina was like laughing and ready for her date, and no one was Nobody's like happy for her. Right, it, it was, was like bizarre. Silent. Like when he, when they said her name, I questioned on whether they actually said her name or not. I was like, did I get that? Like, did I hear that wrong? Like, whose name did they say? Because they were all kind of just sitting there in silence. And I'm, and then she was like, right. Well, I'm excited, and I'm like, okay, what? Yeah, I, it was so weird. She should be and. Also, like, how could you be surprised that she got the date from that event? Like, that was the like you should. It's not like the wrong person got it. Like, what I you she know, so like I didn't understand back. why she didn't get like right. fanfare. Right. Yeah, it was weird. So then they go on a date and they talk about you know she talks about the pressures. She was like, she said she's from an African family and she like brought up her siblings. It was a it was a nice story. Yeah. It. it and it, like, and she was like, I never. You could feel it, like it actually felt real. That she was like, I never got the chance to like be, like vulnerable because I'm the strong one who takes care of my siblings. It was, it was a nice. And nice then, day. well, and then I'm telling you, the way Joey was looking at her, me and Chelsea were like, look at him, just, I mean, ogling. I mean, just eyes, just locked in, zoned in, smiling at her. Yeah. I mean, it was. It feels like he genuinely likes these women. I don't, I don't, and like all of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he, he, he gives Edwina the rose. And then we come back to the house and there's a discussion of Medina. Medina, who legit looks like a yes, supermodel. The bone like, structure is out of this like, world. It's crazy. She's a legit supermodel-esque woman and she's talking about how she's the oldest in the house at 31 okay so rest in peace anyone to anyone above the age of 31 i mean i was watching this like eyes just like widening i'm like here we go like and then she goes i wish i wouldn't have said that out loud Oh, I didn't. After I missed that. She said, that. you know, like, I'm 31. I'm the oldest in the house. Like, I don't have as much time. And then she says to the girl sitting next to her, she was like, I wish I wouldn't have said that out loud. Well, that that's interesting because then it gets <laughs> kind of used agree. against her. We wish she wouldn't have said that yeah, out loud. We agree. Right. We, you're literally a model saying, oh, but I, here's the thing I will empathize with her position. The house feels young. I mean, yeah. like, even watching. Like, if you have to hear Jess, teary-eyed Jess, tell her story of infidelity and the two years she spent healing 
at 24, you, I would get annoyed. Yeah. I mean, like I've written this in my preview in past seasons. Once you get to 30, you are competing against a 23-year-old woman who will go to Vegas and sleep on a pile of clothes like a cat. Oh, my okay? God. So at 30, I'm not doing that. I'm getting my own bed, my Absolutely. own hotel. I may be splitting with one friend. So I can understand 31 feels like 100 when you're amongst people who are not 31 in their 30s. So I, I do understand that. And I do think, especially women, like men think they're 25 until they're 100. Right. <laughs> you, know, you know, women start calling themselves the grandmas when they're seniors in college. So I could understand why the Medina feels the way she does. So what ends up happening is Maria overhears this, this thing that Medina probably should have kept yeah. to herself. And Maria, it's very easy for Maria to go. 31's not old. I'm 20 and makes it, makes about, it about her. her. I so mean, per and, usual. And, and she's like per usual. And it's like Maria who in the way that Teresa I don't know if she gets it so much that she's a genius or doesn't get it so much that she's Mr. Magoo and just falling into the, you know, into the right, yeah. way, you know, places. But Maria's like whole anger about it to me rang immature. If you can't understand how someone could feel the way they do and then you lash out at that person for having their own feelings. And then she tries to do this thing where she's like, and it's the most annoying quality where she's trying to like coach her up. I hope you feel, she tries to make it into like an empowerment Yeah, I don't want to hear this now. And it's like- You've already ruined it. Right. Maria was, to me, in that moment, it showed kind of who this person is where it's like, I'm going to not get your feelings so much that I'm going to come off like I'm morally- because she took a moral high ground. She's like, why would 31's not old? Mm -hmm. It's like, that's not what this yeah, is about, no. Maria. You know that. Yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> she should know that if she's if she's as old as she says she is, she should know that this is not actually what it's about. <laughs> and then, like, you know, going right. up to her while uh, uh, Medina, while she's trying to get ready for her date, her little date and trying. This is not the time. Right. And it had nothing to do with Medina because it the way I understood it was like another woman overheard. So it was Sydney, who's right. not Taylor. Sydney. Sydney and Taylor look a lot uh, alike. You Could can't be tell me they're different people. Literally the same person. And they both got angry for similar reasons. Like, you know, so, and I think Taylor ended up getting sent home. Um, she did. Taylor which, went home. Which is frustrating because I kind of wanted to see the Taylor-Jess face-off. But Sydney kind of takes over where Taylor left off. Overhears yeah. Maria talking, talking shit, and and said and saying, "31's not old." She's basically denying her feelings, uh, you know. And and then Taylor goes to Medina, but like Medina kind of got like rolled into this. Like she didn't do anything to be approached in the way. No. So then Maria goes back to find out who's the one talking about her confront Sydney and their confrontation was just like a mess. I know. And like, and the Sydney girl, I feel like I don't even know. Like right, I thought right. I saw was seeing her for the first time tonight. Right. Like That's, essentially. 
Right. Where did and, you come from? Right. And the way she's talking, she's like, has this like big dog talking where she's like, well, I'm not going to let the mean girl get away with stuff. And it's like, what? Right. Who are you? And then, and why are you coming? Like, that is to me the weirdest involvement to get in on it. But I think she just needed something to latch on to because she had nothing else. Maria's unlikable. And it felt like Sydney was like, I want to bring down the unlikable person. It felt like the wrong way to do it, like to involve yourself over something you overheard, whether it was good or bad or annoying. It doesn't matter. You you involved yourself. And then we see, you know, in the episode for next week or like the preview, we see Sydney be like, I have to just tell I have to tell Joey about her. I have to let him know. And this is. Every season, we, the mistake that people make. We don't we've said do it, it on this show many times. Just the reporter gets sent home, not the reporting. Always. Yeah. Always. Like, don't waste your five minutes that you get with him on talking about someone else. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however, you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, The Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, The Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. So who do you give? So that was our episode. We go to the uh, people are eliminated. It's it's not important at this point. You know, I don't think we lost anyone that I'm like. Taylor was the only one that I was like, oh, I would have liked to have seen the face off. She seemed yeah. like someone who would have been fun. Uh, who did you give your first impression, Rose, to? I gave it to Edwina. I like just I really loved her date with Joey. She seems so sweet and likable and then her and joey look like they have a lot of chemistry i really liked edwina what about mm. you 
I gave it to Evelyn. Jumping over the table is the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's wild. It was just. It was just. It was so perfect good. reality TV moment. Uh, the reaction. Still not getting the chair. Didn't get. <laughs> she got my rose though. Who do you have as the villain right. of the week? See, now I'm going back because. I initially wrote, we just talked about this, but I initially wrote Medina talking about, actually, I'm sticking with it. Okay. And I, I hear you with the 31 Please. being old and like, those are your feelings and that's, but I also wish she wouldn't have said that out loud. <laughs> but I, so I think this is, I think this is more of a me personal issue than it is anything I don't else. think it's going to be just you. I mean, we're taping this before it airs nationally, so... I think yeah. you'll find people are like, fuck off to this woman for talking about <laughs> no. 31 as if it's 100. I understand it gives, in the it house. It gives Joan vibe. Joan, mm, how Joan's like, right. oh, I'm going to, I'm, how am I ever going to find someone? And she's the hottest woman that has <laughs> been on The Bachelor in every season. Right. Joan, who was on Gary's Golden Bachelor Gary's season, season, who's doing transition videos on TikTok that, make you drool legitimately like going into a, a leather cat suit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. please the invisible generation she called herself um so I, the largest yeah. generation in the history of america ba the baby boomer generation we're invisible the i'm like this is okay. outrageous uh my villain of the week was maria she's a perfect villain she i love how much she doesn't get it she's just she is, she, she might, is. she's entering New York territory as far as, because she's gonna, I think she's gonna go far. Like, it does feel like, as Joey says, he, she keeps us on our toes. Um, he said it so I agree. I mean, we have to go back and even think about, like, her dad. Like, we saw her dad. We saw her <laughs> this, dad with a cigar. This is any inclination of who Maria is. Can't wait. We know. Or, Maria future in paradise I I I had Lauren so oh we forgot to mention so Lauren basically eliminates herself at the end of this right. episode she starts getting upset she's trying to get a cake to do like a cake thing with Joey Ugh. it was I'm like listen I I feel for her position I feel for her that her dad passed away it's recent yeah she's annoying though you can both can be true you know like the way she was like pouting and getting mad and then he goes let me go talk to you she and he goes let's sit here and she goes i'm in leather like it, it just seemed like it, she was giving off the vibe of the girlfriend of the guy i felt bad for yeah i mean she was like i don't even want to talk right now because now i'm in a bad mood like my night's ruined so i don't even want to talk right. and he was like i just wanted to check in on you right and she has like this real like insane resting bitch face like i don't think we've seen her smile or like even emote anything other than like it's very wow. bratz doll it's the philadelphia bratz doll to me it, right it's very bratz doll and so we, we're not seeing her like her personality at all and everything she's been talking about has been like a downer or she's like complaining or like it's about her sister. I mean, when her sister got the rose first in the first episode, she's like, fuck off. You did not get the first rose in the right. middle of the rose ceremony. She's a character from Silver Linings Playbook. She is like it is. It is pretty unbelievable. And she'll 
she left the show. She, you know, decides to go probably because she didn't get the rose from earlier that day when Jess got it over. I, I didn't even think you. Yeah. You, you nailed it. She's. I was. It was good to see her go. It was time for her to go. It's um, time for her to go. But I agree. She's she's a good paradise pick. Really yeah, I good see, paradise. I pick. could see her in paradise just really mixing it up. I did love that she made a joke, though, when she was leaving. She's like, maybe I'll see you at hometowns. Right. That was nice. I like that. You got to admit to it. Finally, something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Who did you who do you see going to paradise? I think Maria. I too. I, I think Maria and Jess. Yeah, there's no I think Maria will make it far, but I do not see her going to the end. There's no way he's going to pick this like character of a girl. The costume change. Unbelievable. This is not uh, that is not Joey's type. Doesn't like doesn't seem to be. But keeps him on his toes. Um, Yeah. She kind of looks like Helga from Hey Arthur. Hey Arnold. Yes. Hey Arnold. Yeah. Correct. It was on my mind the whole episode. She's very Helga-ish, especially when she got mad. Um, You also had uh, another one for Future in Paradise. I said Jess. I think Jess would also be great for Paradise. Just she really is like an evil Hannah Brown. Like there's something that's like very off and I can't unsee Hannah Brown. Even the voice. Right. It's I can, all the same. I just see her at Alabama sorority rush. Like I can't stop. Uh-huh. Like She's definitely one of those people in the videos. Hazing you. Cringe Harrison award. I, I gave yeah, it. I want to hear yours. <laughs> I gave it to Demi. I, I, I I'm, I'm sorry. It's just a tough watch. I was like, I don't know. I hope the best for her. It just, I, I listen, I'm sure she was pumped to be there, but she like didn't really. It didn't feel like she was doing the show that we were all on. I don't know. No, it was it was weird. It was a weird choice to bring her back. I don't think we need there was there's so many other people that could have brought back for something like this, like bring back one of the Golden Bachelor or women ha- or like yeah. anybody else. Or have an actual drill sergeant like that would have been fun. Or like a Hannah Brown or like somebody who was on who did like special forces or like, you know, something. Yeah. Somebody else. Who is your cringe Harrison award? I said I I had two, but I think my main one was Lauren at the end with the cake and how like pouty she was. We just talked Mm -hmm. about this, but it just put such a bad taste in my mouth because the entire day, like I understand being upset during the wedding dress thing with your father. Like that makes sense. Right. Like you, you needed to take that moment and like feel the things you're feeling. But the, the rest of the night, how she was acting, she's never fun. And then when it wasn't red velvet, Oh, she lost her marbles and then threw the cake. Like that's so rude. Right. She made it very difficult to feel bad for her. Yes. I like, didn't feel bad for her at all. Right. Right. Who won this week? Who do you got winning? Daisy. I agree. I'm with you. Yeah. Daisy is just, I mean, how can you go? I have nothing bad to say about her (laughs) except the drama leading up to thinking like she thought he was going to react so weird. Hateful for some reason. Why would anyone hate you or not want to date you because you have a cochlear implant? I can't understand I understand. I can understand you feel weird telling someone it's a big deal in your life, but I can't understand the assumption that it's like 50 50 shot that he's evil. 
but she I know the fact that he didn't even notice or there right. was has been no issues this entire time with them connecting or speaking or interacting what what is it I mean yeah I don't know it was bizarre I mean I I do think it's it's interesting that she kind of has this like glow about her against the backdrop of like a Maria who's you know like who's like getting into her black lingerie you know right like, <laughs> so uh-huh it, it is uh interesting um yeah I, uh, we're on the same page though she definitely won the week what is, so that's our episode we did it I I fun episode uh, uh that was more a great excited episode. for next week than I ever thought I would be I am too this is this is turning out to be a good season we're right. so back and we're all back. of it. The, the, the Bachelor Ken, is back. The, the Mojo are back. Dojo Casa House Us is jocks back. are back. We're back, baby. Well, that's it. Uh, make sure you are following us on Instagram at The Bachelor. You can follow me at K York City. And Jared, what is going on this week? I'm in Buffalo this weekend. So if you're out there in, around, near Buffalo, New York, I'm doing five shows. They are lightly sold, um, so I would love so please come. For the people of Buffalo to show up. Come on out. It's going to be a fun show. I got a fun hour plus of material. There's going to be other comics. It's going to be fun. We'll talk about wings. I won't be mean to you. I promise. I know you guys had a tough loss a couple weeks ago. I brutal <laughs> as I'm making brutal. I won't be mean. I understand. It sucks. It sucks to lose. But we're, you know, this is the healing process is to laugh. So exactly. That's it. Or I mean, if follow. if Detroit can make it through last right. night, absolutely felt for Detroit. That was sad. Listen, the Lions have. This was a big win of a season for this the was a really big a really right. big win for the line i was i was like low-key cheering for them i'm like i want their cinderella story i was cheering for them too because i also bet on them so that was a big part of it for me Brutal. yeah that's it so we'll be back right. uh next week the bachelor podcast is produced by jorge morales pico samantha bush and sean kilby Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Samantha Bush. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and at Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Betches.